Uh-oh. What if I told you a levy cast needs to get made? And what if I told you that person I'm doing it with is 670 of the scores, Mark Grody? Hi, Mark. You know, my agent told me that I shouldn't pick up every single phone call and do every single thing. So I guess I'm making a mistake right now. No, I'm just kidding. Hi, Dan. Well, your agent is celebrating Hanukkah and isn't picking up calls right now. So therefore, I can do this podcast and you can do it too. And it'll be just under their radar. That's very true. Actually, I was just discussing something that this is perfectly appropriate for that, for money and agents and uh, the the gelt, gelt, which is chocolate, apparently like those little chocolate silk gold coins. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I have been told that they're they're horrible, that they're really bad, (sighs) and that gelt is different from gelt of fish. Well, there's two different things. There's gelt, which is actually just milk chocolate. It's not bad. It's good. And there's a difference between that and there's not geltfish. It's gefilte fish. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, if you had the gefilte fish, Mark, if you were prepared correctly, you would like it. Yeah, I guess I need to have it prepared correctly because the one time that I had Seder meal as a Catholic, I am honored to be invited to various Seder meals. I had one at your house and one at Dan Dorfman's house. And the gefilte fish I had was NG, not good. It depends how it is. Because if you get the kind that people make, it can be kind of weird. There's a kind that's in a jar, not terrible. And, Margie, there's actually, if you put a little horseradish on it, you grow up with the taste. It's a sweeter taste. It's not like a very fishy taste. It doesn't, that's the weird part about it. It doesn't resemble, look, or smell anything like fish. But it's there. Well, I'm generally a seafood fan, so I'm I'm prepared to learn to like it. I mean, there was a time in my life that I didn't like sushi, and now I heart sushi, as you well know, Danny Boy. I love sushi. I know. I and know. in fact, my six-year-old boy loves sushi, too, which is even odder. He loves the spicy tuna, which every time I get sushi, which Marky ends up bringing me to something I've been meaning to talk to you about. Yes. And I haven't actually talked to you about it yet because... I didn't know how to tell you this. Oh, no. It's something that I've been going through for a while. I've had to make some big decisions in my life. And I've probably made one of the biggest decisions in my life. And I'd never discussed it with you because I wasn't sure if I could follow through with it. If I can commit to it or what it is that I could actually do. Dan, whatever lifestyle choice that you've made, I love you no matter what, no matter what gender, no matter what sex, no ma- I don't care, Dan. I love you no matter what. That, that means nothing to me. Mark, all I can say is the choice that I made, I had a good run with it. I had a good run with it. There's baby nobody who ever did it better or enjoyed it more than I did. I am choosing to walk away from something that has made my life pure whole and simple and happy and has brought a lot of joy to a lot of people but i've decided that it's time for another chapter in my life and it's something that i couldn't tell all my friends or people because i was afraid of what they were going to say and i wasn't sure what they were going to do because again i spent most of my life cultivating perfecting and doing something that a lot of people consider to be an art form and i'm deciding that 
it's time for another avenue where I need to take my talents and my skills that I've earned for myself and go a different direction. Mark, are you sitting down? Oh yeah, I'm sitting down and I like I'm actually nervous right now. Marky, what I've decided to do may change our relationship. I've decided to go on a diet. Welcome back. Our guest tonight is an Emmy-nominated writer, producer, actor, and the genius. Please welcome Dan Levy. Thank you, and welcome to LevyCast. I am your host, Dan Levy. This is LevyCast. It is not Dan Levy, the famous actor winning all the Emmys and Grammys and all the other awards and dreams I've dreamt about, but... It is my show. My name is Dan Levy. I am a host. I am hosting this podcast. I want to thank everybody who has listened, who has asked for more podcasts, who has subscribed, who has shared it with their friends. This podcast is growing by leaps and bounds, even though I don't have the time to put into it as I used to once be able to do. But thank you, everybody. We can now be heard on iHeartRadio. We can now be heard on TuneIn Radio. And of course, anywhere else that you get these podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere else. Google Podcasts and all that good stuff. And I'll soon have some more announcements where there'll be more avenues for you to hear. But welcome into LevyCast. My name is Dan Levy. With me today is my buddy, Mark Grody. You can hear him on 670 The Score. He's also the Chicago Bears sideline reporter, which means right now with the way the Bears are playing, he's just the guy that I'm texting during games. Anyway, Mark Grody, thanks for coming back on the show. Dan, I got to ask you a question. Does anybody really give a shit where they get their podcast? Because I do a podcast, too. And... We always mention, like, you can get it here, there, blah, 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 blah. But don't people just Google stuff, and then wherever it comes up, they just they just listen to it. They don't really care. First I mean, of all, Mark, first of all, Mark, you're on the good podcast today. So that's, that's step up. And Al? Number two. And Al! Number two, here. I guess you're kind of telling other people, because if someone's listening to this podcast, they've already found it. Right. I don't need to tell anybody else, but in case <laughs> they want to share it. Because some people have older friends. Like, if I tell my mom... Hey, listen to this podcast. I just made it. Well, what can I download it on to? And I'm like, uh, well, I'll send her Anchor, which is the basic spot where this podcast lives is Anchor. What do I do from there? And I got to walk her through it. And some people are like, how do I? I only listen to Spotify. And occasionally I'll get people that go, I love your, I, I've heard a lot of good things. Do you have it on Spotify? And I say, yes, just look for the name. <laughs> but it's there. Yeah, with the mom, the mom is the only person for whom I make a concession, and I just send her the link, and just may, all you have to do is press play. Well, and I was under the impression you do that too with Anchor, but it took her a minute because, again, I'm a podcaster, and I'm also a person who creates podcasts. I work with other people that are podcasting in this realm, and I work with different people now, and I, you and I have talked about it before. I I've started this side gig of doing a lot of different podcasts for a lot of different people, some ex-athletes, some ex-people in town, celebrities, and yada, yada, yada. And above all that, my son does a podcast. My six-year-old son, DJ, does a podcast called Storytime with DJ Levy. They're only two minutes long, and they're very cute and silly, and he just talks about going to space or going through the mall with Toy Story people or whatever else. Sounds adorable, but every now now and then again, he'll... uh, Asked to record a podcast. So I'll go, sure, let's do it. And then let's send it to grandma. And then I still have to walk her through it. <laughs> yeah, it's really difficult. Like, this is just out of, I would say, what's the cutoff? Like, like, if you're dealing with somebody who's over 60, like, they, you just, like, no matter how simple something actually is, 
you really have to get you you got to get in the dirt with them and just really be over their shoulder guy to make it as simple as it as it actually is but yeah, you, you have to make those concessions for the for the parents and the grandparents. And I don't mind it. I don't mind no. it. But again, if somebody has found it, thank you so much. If you're looking for the other Dan Levy, I'm sorry to disappoint you. It ain't going to come. I don't no. sound anything anywhere close to him. But I have made the decision, Mark, about that other Dan Levy. Uh, when I get gigs that are for him, and I've been telling you, I've been, I don't know if anybody's listening to this that knows that Dan Levy or can get a hold of him. I get about three to four emails a week about different jobs. Make a wish foundation stuff, like all sorts of things. I'm gonna just start taking the jobs. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> you said you wanted a host. You said you wanted Dan Levy. If, I'm a pretty damn good host. Oh, absolutely. What if the invitation for you is to go to an eatery and stuff your face while you're in the midst of this diet? Well, Marky, again. It depends how much it's for. Sometimes it's pretty lucrative. <laughs> if it's 50 yeah. grand, if it's the 50 grand appearance or whatever it is that he probably gets for that kind of stuff, I'll stuff my face and take that 50 grand, go get a trainer, get right back on this diet. He doesn't need all that money. My God, he's, he's rolling it in from Shit's Creek. So. I understand. And I know. And I'm not getting a single penny of it. So maybe That's maybe this is, maybe it's a birthday present for me. I don't know. Maybe I it's a Hanukkah, a Hanukkah gift. I can't believe this guy won't return your messages. I mean, two Dan Levies, who would have thunk it? I've tweeted. I've emailed. I've even talked to his people. I even got to the agency because it turns out one of the voiceover agencies that I work for is the same company that represents him, too. So I I mean, it's a very big company. I had to do some real digging and I finally got to somebody and then, yeah, you know, email us. And we'll, uh, we'll take a look. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll pass. We'll see if it's anything worthwhile. We'll, uh, we'll send it over to him. Now. But we appreciate right. it. We yeah. appreciate it. Got so that's it. what I get. Now, Margie, I am on a diet. All right. So it's been two. It's I, been about it's, it's been 16 days. Uh, yeah. It actually started the day after Thanksgiving because let's face it. The day after Thanksgiving this year was awesome was completely awesome because usually in the past, my wife has a bigger family. So we would go to their house and you have to get dressed up and I have to bring a dish and we have to, you know, and I love her family. They're great people, but you know, you sit there and you talk and you're talking and you're, I'm chasing DJ around. It's not very relaxing. It's almost like you're playing offense and defense at the exact same time. And you can't really eat when it comes to the food part. You've been kind of snacking the whole time. You can't really eat as much this year. I didn't even shower. I was in my cozy pants. I started cooking. I was eating. I was napping. It got to the point where on Sunday after Thanksgiving was over, I feel like a crackhead that just came to in a crack house and went, what day is today? <laughs> like it was like that, that, that Tony Montana after uh Scarface when he picks his head up from the big pile of Coke and just starts screaming a bunch of things. I was like, I don't know where I am anymore. So one of the podcasts that I've been doing, Marky has been with, Brett Boone, the former Major League Baseball player, all-star, silver slugger, golden glover. And I've been helping him with his podcast. You should check it out. It's actually a pretty good podcast. We've had a lot of pretty big, decent guests on it, but I'm helping him oh, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Where can I find that podcast? Mark, you can find it on all your podcasting platforms, <laughs> pal. And if your mom oh. wants to know, I'll send her a link. Great. I'll check it out, Dan. <laughs> you know what? Go ahead and uh, send it to Dan Levy, too. Maybe he'll uh, want to listen to uh, something well, else. Uh, out a link so it'll make it easy for you, you can find it on spotify Crap hey mark maybe on your next podcast you can just make the list of all the podcast places you can listen to your podcast Ooh, that would be good note <laughs> to self 
<laughs> so the diet consists of this, Mark. It consists of this. Every morning, I am eating plain oatmeal with a handful of blueberries. Some almonds if I want it. For lunch, I could do some steamed peppers and broccoli, a white fish and a brown rice. And for dinner, it's a big salad and chicken. And I've been doing it every day for 16 days. Dude, how have you lost any weight yet? I'm down 14 pounds. What? 14 pounds. In 16 days? 16 days, 14 pounds. Holy shit. That's pretty good, man. But here's the problem. I found one problem with it, Mark. Okay. I have now dropped down to the weight that when I originally said I should go on a diet is where I'm at right now. Oh, so you did some serious, <laughs> you, you did some serious beefing up. No, because when I did that, I was like, I should probably go on a diet. I'm like, I think I'm still pretty active. And, oh, and then I stood on that scale the first day and I went, Ooh, I got a lot more, uh, I got a lot more stairs to walk down than I thought I had to do before. Oh my God. So is there a workout involved? In I've been doing workouts. I, I bought a 20 pound kettlebell and I've been doing a lot of YouTube workouts and a lot of things on nature. And I've been doing pushups and I've been walking two, three miles when I can and, and things of that nature. It's gotten a little colder. So I may have to be, I may have to go wall marking Mark or mall, or mall walking. I should say. Mall walking is awesome, man. I got the, I got a mall, I got a water tower place right near me. I, that has been one of my activities throughout the quarantine because the mall has stayed open. Really? Yeah. Actually, it's actually something that I've always done, like even pre-quarantine as just something to do. Like, I I have to not do it as much now because usually when I do go to the mall, I will buy something that I eh, probably don't need, but... I love going to the mall, man, going through the stores, checking out some of the sporting goods places, going to the many Macy's stores. So I, um, yeah, I find it kind of therapeutic, actually. It's a nice little walk in Michigan Avenue and people watching, get a cup of coffee well, I li- and walk the mall like an 80-year-old. That sounds fantastic. I live in south suburbia of Chicago now, so the mall opens like an hour early for old people that want a mall walk. I'm, 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 <laughs> there's no stores that are open, but I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm doing um, it, and I'm so I, – I totally don't want to be that person, but I know Jill's mom, she does the mall walking, and I heard she walks a lot faster than I do, so I'm a little intimidated by these people right now. Yeah, just buy, you know, just buy something every once in a while. Don't it won't be open, but Mark, it won't be open. It's an hour it's, – it's open, but not like store open. It's just oh, – it's open for right. people to take the walk through. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. Here's some – yeah, those, those are some good tricks, Dan. Take, take the stairs. Don't take the escalator. <laughs> Um, you know, get your steps in. All right, never mind all that crap, Dan. What is the goal? You know what? The goal just started off as I wanted to feel better. Oh. Because there actually was when I was when I got to that point on Sunday, I remember being like, I'm just not feeling right. Oh, okay. Like I've always been a little bit bigger since I've gotten into radio and it's gotten higher and higher. When I started doing overnights and weird shifts in radio land, and I was just like, you know what? It's just my body got to a bigger place, and for a while there, I was I was a lot more active. But then, you know, the COVID stuff set, settled in, started getting colder. I started working a job where I was sitting down a lot, and then when I was getting on, you know, I was just like I was so tired and lethargic, and I was like, you know what? Like I, at first, I thought it was just the schedule. Like you know, maybe it's just my schedule that's just making me so tired. And then I started losing the weight and started being a lot more active, and now all of a sudden, I'm I'm back to the way I, I like it to be. So 
Dan, you sound enjoy like it. an infomercial right now. I've been lethargic. I have no energy. I can't sleep. It was. Well, no, I was able to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing. That's the one thing, man. When you eat a lot at night, you can go right to bed, and that's no problem. Oh, that's no. actually funny because, Dan, I, I – um, you know, I, I've fluctuated my weight before. I got alarmingly large a couple of years ago. So I know how difficult it is. And I know exactly the feeling that you're talking about. It's like it is, to simplify it, it's you, you're you out of shape. So everything, your your body is not actually functioning the way it should. And you're younger than me, but neither of us is getting any younger. So those things start to catch up with you. So I... I like where this is headed for you, Danny boy. I do. Marky, what if I told you this? <laughs> the interesting story out of everything, when you got bigger, everybody got alarmed. Because <laughs> nobody was used to it. And I remember people being like, you know what? I saw Mark the other day. Whoa. When did he gain all that weight? And I hadn't seen you like in a couple months since then. I remember being like, he gained weight? And we were like, is he sick? And I'm like... Usually people don't get fat sick. Right. It goes the other way around. But the funny part is, I decided to do this diet, and when I lost weight, everybody's like, oh my God, you're so brave. We're so proud of you. Like, almost almost <laughs> as if I literally said to everybody, I'm finally coming out as being gay, and I'm living my own life. <laughs> like, people were like, I mean, all of a sudden, people are coming up to me and hugging me like, I'm, oh, you made the decision. I'm so proud. Like... What a big step for you. I'm like, well, I'm 40 years old. I can make a couple steps. <laughs> like, I didn't realize everybody was under this maybe I should lose weight kind of mojo. It's a little insulting. A little insulting. Yeah, right. Because now you know that everybody kind of see. It, and it's true. Like you were saying with me, everybody was kind of saying shit. I mean, this is what we all do. It's human nature. If somebody different. You don't say it until they walk away. You say it behind their back. And you're like, huh, did you just see that guy? You got really the only person that was straight up and down with me was a good friend of mine named Dan Dorfman, who we both share as a friend. And Dan's exact words were to me. I think he's the only one that said anything other than my parents. They're not afraid to say stuff. But Dan Dorfman <laughs> said to me, when did you get so fat? Jesus. <laughs> Actually, I, I, was, I said it to you, too. I just said, Marky. You're starting to get into my my weight class. Are we good with this? <laughs> but yeah, but with you though, with you though, I think there was and correct me if I'm wrong, you kind of felt like a kindred spirit with me at that point because I think I said something to you like, Hey man, fat and happy. I said, Dan, I'm happy right now. But you know let's what? Go, let's go to dinner. But you know what? And we 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 gorged that night. It was glorious. <laughs> It was some of the better eating I've done in a while, and I was like, oh. "Man, where did this come from?" Bell I think Weather. we went right. I think we went right to Fogo de Chao or something like that. No, no, no. We went to that that Bellwether place on the corner. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Tower, and we got those. We got the fries with the hot barbecue sauce served with it. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that that was good. The heated barbecue sauce or something like that. That yeah. was good. So, I I just remember saying being like. If you're cool with it, there is, I mean, let's say I'm, I'm still a chunkier guy. I'm still a happy person. It never right. really like, except I just noticed I was getting myself slower and just a little bit not feeling great. And I remember being like, you know, clothes yeah. are not fitting right. So I'm kind of in a spot where things are kind of leveling off a little bit. I will say this. I'm not hungry. That's the weird part. It's just I stuck to this 
one little mode of eating that Brett Boone is a 21 day thing. And then after the 21 days, I go to another phase, flat on eggs, flat on. He was just telling me like some things to marinate some meat in. I can, there's a shake that I'll be able to start to drink that I'm going to like and all sorts of things. And all, things will be added in over time. Good. And, and I can, I, and I'm a cook. I, I, I do cook pretty well. So I know how to like, you know, I, I can use lemon. I can use Mrs. Dash and all sorts of kind of not, not too, nothing with salt in it. No salt and sugar is pretty much what gets axed out did of there. You, did you just say, did you just say you could use Mrs. Dash? I can. There's five different flavors of it. Well, actually wasn't too bad, but oh it was the first God. one. I wasn't happy with it, but then I was like, Ooh, there's a couple spicy one. I'll take that one. That was so suburban of you, honey. Where's the Mrs. Dash? I just think that you think that that's more suburban than me saying I'm going to go mall walking. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's retirement home type of stuff. Mrs. Dash is very suburban. Honey, we need milk, eggs, and we're low on Mrs. Dash. Yeah, dear, I need a salt substitute. No. I can't eat this shit if you're just going to give me regular salt. I can't. I can't. I won't. I won't. Honey, honey, there's a new there's a new flavor of Mrs. Dash. Should I get it? Oh yeah. Get it. It's they say it's extra that. spicy. I don't believe them. I'm waiting in line for it. I don't know how long it's going to last. But actually, uh, I'm glad that you told me you're going to change it up a little because the one thing I was going to say was, and this is where I have failed on diets before, is if you eat the same shit every day, you will get tired of it. And then when you get tired of it, you will never go back to the diet. You will just eat and gorge fatty foods on a nightly basis because you get so tired of having that whatever that lineup you gave me was. it's actually it's actually not terrible like i said there's times where i'm like oh i got to have chicken tonight that sounds terrible and in the same vein mark yeah. it's not just with you you live by yourself so if yeah. you go on a diet you're only bringing in the food and that's it i have a wife and uh-huh. i have a six-year-old and it's christmas time there is candy. There's food. DJ wakes up. Dad, can I have French toast? What I'm going to say? No. So there I am cranking out eggs, adding in cinnamon, doing up a French toast, white bread, honey, syrup, all the good stuff. And I had to serve it to him. And I give it to Jill. And she's making tuna casseroles. And and there's, you know, stuff, meat, stuff, peppers, and, and all sorts of burgers. And, you know, the other day, DJ said, I want a Happy Meal. Jill wanted two cheeseburgers. I went to the drive-thru. What do you want? I tell him the Happy Meal, two cheeseburgers. Anything else? No, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, Meanwhile, the, there's a big old sign that says McRib is back. I don't even like the McRib. I really wanted it. I really wanted it. And my great. dreams have been vividly awkward where I'm in a spot where nobody can see me and I'm eating pizza and birthday cake. Dude, that is so funny. Okay, so I am an alcoholic. We both know that. They say that when you have those, the dreams, like they tell, well, one guy told me, this is probably not something that uh, would be recommended normally. They tell me when I'm having a using dream where like I'm dreaming that I'm drinking alcohol, that if I realize I'm in the dream, I should just drink like a crazy man and just go for it. So when you're in those dreams, Dan, if you could feel it, just fucking go to town. Well, Marky, well, first of all, I never know that I'm in the dream because the dream is a dream. And number two, the fact that you are now comparing an alcoholic issue to my eating of fat food is is, is actually a little more soul searching needs to be done on my behalf. <laughs> I have to tell you something, man. I'm not even kidding. Like food addiction is a big deal. Like that's a very 
common thing. Like, and eat, like we think of eating disorders as just like people sticking their finger down their throat and throwing up or yeah. anorexia. Like, that's not the case. Like, some people are obsessed with food. I'm not even coming close to saying that that's you because I actually don't think that's you. I know you I do. I, I enjoy it, Mark. It's not as if I, I mean, I enjoy it. I watch videos on it. I look at techniques. I like to cook it. I like to, it's just comforting to me. It's just one of those things where you're like, it's just, it's almost like another hobby. Like, I want to, I want to, I like being around food. But it's one of those things where you're just like, you know, I always go out to places and I see people going, do you want some food? And they're like, I'm good. I'm like, you're good. Oh you're my good. God. We're at a buffet. You're good. Oh, yeah. You're not going to be able to go to buffets for a while. Well, nobody can, but beside the point. Yeah, you got to. Well, Christmas careful. Day, I've already decided that I'll have some stuff that that is out of the diet, but it's not going to be to what I used to do. <laughs> I'll have a stuffed cabbage, which is just cabbage and meat. Not recommended. I won't even tell the boon that, but it's just one of those things where I'm just going to do that. But I do know that on my 21st day, he's going to let me eat whatever I want. But he said, I'll probably feel pretty sick after it. So I don't believe him there, but I'm going to do it anyway. Well, Dan, as long as you reserve one or two cheat days for your old buddy Grody so we can go <laughs> No, no. I mean, like I said, I, it's, it's a good lifestyle change. I don't mind waking up and having the oatmeal. And the blueberries. It actually is a good breakfast. And actually, I don't mind it in the water and that kind of stuff. But, you All know, right. there's there's times when I get done with work. I get done with work like at 930 at night some nights. And I'm like, man, I just want to eat something. I want to I want to slam something. And then, you know, Jill's eating popcorn or she's eating a bar of chocolate. And I'm like, I'm going to go in the freezer and grab a couple of grapes. <laughs> See, it's too bad that you guys aren't one of those adorable couples that does the diet together. Uh, she kind of, whether she wants or not, she kind of has been. Because okay. well, she doesn't fish. She doesn't really do the the oatmeal. She doesn't like oatmeal. She doesn't like fish. But usually, Mark, when you live in a household with Dan Levy, takeout food is on the menu two to three times a week. <laughs> right? I mean, there's always one night of Chinese food. There's always one night of uh, hey, you know what? It's Thursday. I'm off today. Let's go order a pizza. Right. And there's things of that nature. Now it's not really like that. It's like I'm kind of eating this. So she's kind of, you know, by fault has also done it too. And to be honest, I got to say this. I'm saving a ton of money. I'm not spending oh, half yeah. the money on it. Right. Well, there's two theories on that. I mean, yeah, you're saving money because of the takeout. But I will say this. Eating healthy is actually expensive. Like when you go unless, to the store. Unless you go to a place called Costco. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> The frozen fish, you can get it for 15, 16, 20 bucks. Get a big old thing of blueberries, get the oatmeal yeah. from Costco, get the chicken breast from Costco, the the peppers, the broccoli. No problem, Mark. No problem. Your house is like a big stock closet. I walk into your house, 30 rolls of toilet paper from Costco, a year's <laughs> supply of chicken. Hey, I like to make my guests comfortable. Sue me. Yes. Sue me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Marky, let's actually talk a little bit about you. Actually, kind of segue a little bit better there for me. COVID, we're still under this. It's December. People are still COVID nineteening it, if you will. They're quarantining some people. Where are you COVID wise? What is your meter of concern to where we are right now? So I feel like I'm playing a game with COVID. It's the don't get COVID nineteen game. Where it's almost, <laughs> it's, AKA I, 2020. 
Yeah, I look at it as a competition with COVID-19. So I have gotten really strict about where I am, who I'm around. The, the hand washing has stepped up because I feel like we're in the final stages, like we're in the final turn right now. But you can't lose sight of the eye on the prize, and that's not getting COVID-19 before the vaccine because I'm like five million in line or something like that to, to get COVID or to get the the vaccine. So it's a battle right now. Now it's like, okay, I've gotten this far. I've not had to even get tested for COVID. Now it's the, am I am I in the right kind of figurative shape to play this out for another? you know, six months or whatever it's going to take for me to get a needle in my arm. I've heard it's funny. There's a couple different theories. My uh, pediatrician, my kid's pediatrician said that originally in the summertime when the vaccine comes out, don't get it. They usually like to trust these things if it's been on the market for a little bit longer than it is. But with all these 95 percent, 90 percent rating, you know, percentages, everybody seems to be good to go on it. But then I was watching another video of a doctor who comes to the video and says, let's see. We've been trying to find a cure to vaccine for AIDS for 40 years. We've been trying to find a vaccine and a cure for cancer for over a hundred years. The cold, the flu still can't get a grip on it. Now within nine months, they figured out a vaccine for COVID-19. Do you trust it? (laughs) Or Dan, take it a step further. Do you trust that there's not actually, this is conspiracy theory stuff, there's not actually a cure or that there could be a cure for AIDS or for certain cancers or things like that? I think think if you have enough money, you can can pretty much buy a cure for most. Well, yeah. And it's like, so I think with the COVID thing, it was like, oh, shit, everybody's sick. Everybody's dying. We've got to do something about it. With, you know, cancer and AIDS, yeah, a lot of people are sick, a lot of people are dying, but apparently not enough to come up with a cure. We'll just hook them up to chemotherapy and charge all sorts of crazy amounts of money and everybody. That's the conspiracy theory. I don't necessarily subscribe to it, Dan, but it's fun to talk about. I think it's all interesting stuff. And like I said, I mean, I thought Magic Johnson was going to die when I was a kid. So the fact that he's still alive and he's probably going to outlive me. And he's worth a billion dollars. I mean, it it says a couple things. It says a few things. Marky, in terms of paranoia, where are you? Because I'll say this. Right now, I probably don't wash my hands the way I used to wash them. Don't really. I used to wash my hands for almost like 50 seconds. I would say the the alphabet three times and saying happy birthday in my head twice. (laughs) Full through. And now it's like, yeah, I got now I've kind of. You know, I've kind of figured out life with it. Like, I know which masks I like the most. If we're going to go mask, I don't like the cloth ones. I like those regular medical disposable ones. Okay. They have the better bendable nose. The other cloth ones are a little too kind of, you know, too matted to my face. I don't like that one. But I do love the fact that from now on, and I'm good with this, we do masks forever. Social distancing is fine by me. Nobody ever needs to be that close to me where they can smell my breath or smell what I look like. or, or, or And I love the fact that I can walk through a grocery store, crop dust the living shit out of that place, and nobody can smell it. <laughs> there's something to that. And now it gives the point where I'm brushing my teeth. Sometimes there's no toothpaste on it. Have you done that yet? Uh, wait, what was the last one? Sometimes I'll brush my teeth. There's no toothpaste on it. <laughs> right? 
Uh, Who's smelling my breath these days? My wife, she's here. Kid, he's there. And they're not really, when you're in such close proximity, I can't really smell much. All right. Well, it's funny. Yeah. And then there's the, like, I was going to work at a bearskin the other day. And usually I'd like to look nice. And I'm like, why? Why do I need to shave? Why do I need to shave? And at one point I'm like, you know what? What am I doing daily showers for? Right. Nobody's seeing my face. Nobody's smelling. Well, you know, I still shower, but no, but it doesn't have to be every day anymore. Every other day. No. That works for me. You're right. You're right. And I, another thing I get when I go to the grocery store or Target or whatever, I get so excited now <laughs> when I see disinfecting wipes. Like if the shelf is full of the disinfecting, I'm like, grab it. Like I collect these now. But I just like, them. but Marky, just like the disinfecting wipes and the toilet paper, I have now become a ranking system, if you will. Like, it can't just, like, right now, there's a gouging going on with a lot of this stuff. So it can't just be, like, any disinfecting wipe. If it has the word Lysol on it, money. Yes. If you find the word that just says wipe, you have to find out of where you can put it on. But the toilet paper, I'll say this, Marky. I have tested every toilet paper that can possibly be on the market these days. And I can tell you this. Number one... By far, and I know you guys do lists, but the best toilet paper that you can put on your butt is Charmin. Mm. By far. Okay. Charmin is like taking a piece of velvet to your butt and just telling you that you love it over and over again. Wow, okay. Now, the next time I go to somebody's house and they say I have toilet paper and you can use it, and I look and it's Scott's toilet paper, I'm immediately unfriending that person and deciding never to be friends with that person again. Scott's oh. toilet paper is literally telling somebody, I don't give a shit about your ass. Right. It hurts. It hurts. It's usually yeah. single ply. Uh-huh. And every time it rips. So I might as well just clean my butt with my own hand. That's the shit in 90% of the nasty ass public bathrooms. It is. And with those, like, all right, well, at least there's something here. Because I'd much rather be in a public bathroom with something. It's like emergency. If I'm going to even, especially right now, if I got a mask on and I got to go to a public bathroom, like I, I pretty much spend my days now going, before I leave, did I piss? Did I go to the bathroom? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go in there. And my son, he, he he has no shame. He will go to the bathroom twice in a single grocery store. And I'm like, dude, this is even worse being in this place with a mask on. <laughs> well, I have learned in life, even pre-pandemic, to appreciate good public bathrooms, the ones that are pristine, the ones that look Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Like the ones that actually smell good, not just neutral or like somebody just came in there and sprayed a bunch of horrible Lysol in there. Oh, no, no, no. Really well kept. They smell good. There's paper towel and hand dryer. The lighting, hold on. First of all, the lighting's got to be good. The floors (laughs) are are pristine, white, Uh shiny. Uh-huh. Those, yeah. And when you're walking in there and it's and, and you and you open a stall and you see clear water and a clean seat, not like, you know, somebody just had a, like three baconators from Wendy's and didn't flush kind of look. Right, right. Like yeah, there's like what? Yeah, like come on, tell me you'd learn how to flush, or at least tell somebody there's a toilet cloth. I gotta go in there. And also, here's the other sad indicator that a public bathroom is good. The locks work on the stalls. Yes. There's nothing worse than having to go number two and keeping your foot on the door so your legs are elevated so that way nobody pushes the door open. 
<laughs> have you ever been walked in on? I don't think I have. I've never. Oh. Have you been? You? I, I know you have. Uh, I I I I think I have, but I I was hoping that you were because I just figured that would have been a great story. But oh well. <laughs> Again, I don't usually public bathroom very often. I try my hardest. Like pretty much, if you see me from like a day of errands. Do not try to stop me if I'm walking into my house because usually I'm going about 90 miles per hour to drop the biggest bomb I've ever had in my life. <laughs> well, let's face it. Anybody using a public bathroom to drop a bomb, unless it's at work, usually that's an emergency. Not situation. always. Not always. Some people I know, they, they take pleasure in it. Some people really? are like, all right, oh, yeah, they, they know the good ones to go to, which ones not to. And I'm usually like, shoot, I'll just play the Russian roulette here. Yeah, plus they feel like they're conserving their own toilet and toilet paper. I will say this, though. Every time I've had to go drop a bomb in a bathroom where there's an attendant in the bathroom, I feel terrible. <laughs> like, I don't even I don't even buy anything off them. I just give them five bucks, and I just go, listen, this, this, this had nothing to do with you. <laughs> this is nothing against you. You're doing a great job. I get that you're here, but what just happened in there should not have been exposed to anybody else but me. I am so sorry about this. Please extend, please accept this money on my behalf. And if you could somehow buy yourself a drink to forget that I've ever was ever in this place, I would appreciate it. Yes, and I'll take some of that cool water cologne. And now, yes, and now that I've got, now that I've given you five bucks, I'm just gonna go ahead and take about three sticks of this double mint because I'm gonna need that. Right, I'll have some <laughs> of that scope. And you know what? After that, I need one of these Parliament cigarettes you have here. Yeah, you know what? As long as we're here, you might as well take down my number. You were actually pretty cool about this, so maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll try to see where you are next time. <laughs> Is that the owner? I'll take some of yeah, that. Yeah, you know what? I, I think you and I could, uh, maybe I'll text you, see where you're at. I'll, I'll, I'll always tip you. Those uh, Mark, cotton swabs, yeah. Those cotton swabs? Hey, is, that a, is that a big shaver? I haven't had one of those in a while. Right, and oh, that towel. Uh, those hand wipes that you have are way better than what I see right over there, the ones that are free. I don't mean to be rude, but I see a comb there. I know I don't have any hair, but my kid could use one <laughs> just like this, and I haven't found any since the pandemic. Is that an ace comb? I'll take it. <laughs> By the way, where'd you get that snappy jacket? Where do they get those things at? Hey, shot in the dark. You want to do something? Shot in the dark. Is that a double XL? Shot in the dark. You want to go grab a burger after this? I mean, you you work here already. <laughs> can you bring the Aqua Velma? You know what? Can you get the bartender in here? This is actually not a bad little place. It's comfortable in here. Oh, can I just get like a glass of scope with a couple ice cubes in it before we go? Can I take the uh, hand dryer with me? That thing vacuums better than the one I got at home. Although, is that Wrigley Spearmint gum? <laughs> Ooh, I haven't seen Juicy Fruit in years. Oh. God, juicy fruit. Come on. Do you now. remember that commercial? Now, Mark, I will say this. There is one thing I am grateful for about the pandemic. It's only There's only one thing I'm grateful for. It's yes. gotten rid of the handshakes forever. Oh, yeah. Because yep. let's face it. As human beings, nobody has mastered the handshake ever. Right. As guys, we were told to give a nice firm grip. But yep. some dudes are assholes and they squeeze the shit out of it. Or then you get the guy with the... The, the the sweaty hand or then oh. you get the girl who will put her hand downwards am i supposed to kiss it am i supposed to just shake the two fingers that are there do they have to leave the thumb in the air like there's no way i've ever been able to i've never shaken a woman's hand before and never had to turn around to her husband or significant other and, and apologize for any kind of misnomer i just did <laughs> yeah i think that 
it's like I, when I get the limp handshake from a dude, it's like, come on, why am I doing all the work here? Why do I got to do the squeeze? And you're not squeezing back. So, or then you get the one where the guy really like grips into you, like he's doing an arm wrestling move, and he pulls your hand inwards, oh, and he does. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a shake like that, almost like a like a saw going back and forth, like this really strong saw, and you're just like, "Hey, take it easy." <laughs> or or this or this, Dan, and I don't know offhand the size of your hands, but here's a here's a dirty little secret about me. I have small hands, um, which is a very personal thing to bring up. So sometimes if somebody has super large, strong hands, and I'm not saying I have weak hands, but I feel very emasculated sometimes if somebody with large, strong hands shakes my hand and they overdo it. I'm like, oh man, I want to, I want to redo. I always, I always think. I mean, I have a generally, I have a bigger hand, I would say, than than some. I guess I'm in between a medium and a large, if you will, for a golf, a golf (laughs) bit, which I just measured out recently. But there are times when I will, I will shake someone's hands who are tremendously bigger than mine. And I'm like, Jesus, like the one time I shook Shaquille O'Neal's hand, like his, oh. his hand wrapped around twice. And I was like, okay, this is awkward. Yeah. Like if I, if there's somebody I know and there's a, there's a multiple handshake, like if I get, if I get a second chance at shaking somebody's hand who overpowered me, I always make sure to win the next time. Like I yes. got strong and knowing that I got to match that firmness. But see, so. and that and that goes back to that we have not mastered anything because now you went from a simple gesture of nice to meet you to I got I'm gonna get revenge on you. The next time we shake hands, I'm gonna win. Like what are we winning? Right. And and you know what? I think that yeah, I think it's in Japanese culture. They just do the bow when and they that, people, and Mark that's the way to do it. And that is great. And a couple times that's I've great. been a, a couple times I've been out and people they want to do the elbow, elbow to elbow. Okay, no. that is awkward. How about a bow or just a uh, God gave us a head? How about a head nod? Hey, or, good to or see you. Or just one hand, Dan. Just just hold your your hand up. Hey, just a little. The right wave. Hand. Good yeah. to see you. Nice to Bye. meet you. Hi. There's no need to touch. There's no need to feel. There's none of that is none of that is good anymore. Don't shake my oh. hand. Don't. I mean, stay six feet away from me, and yeah. I mean, we can do business just fine. Man, even better, even better what it eliminates. It's not just the handshake. It's the tweener between the handshake and the hug that some people yes. get messed up in. Sometimes. Yes. So that, the hug is completely out. Say what you want to say about the varying degrees of handshakes and elbow pumps and fist pumps still existing, but the, but the hug is gone. The hug is gone. Well, the oh, hug is the hug. Out. The hug was always a weird thing, especially between dudes, because are you doing well, right. the uh, are you doing the uh. Handshake and then the, the elbow and the chest kind of a hug and the bro hug. And if it's a girl, how long is the hug? Sometimes they want to bring you in. And I feel like if I do the bring in hug, am I cheating on my wife? What's happening here? That was about three, three Mississippis and I'm still embracing a woman I barely met. What is well, happening and, here? And between dudes, there's also some some stylish exercise handshakes that people go through. You know, the, the shake and then bring them in and give the little shoulder thing. Yes. And, People always take me on these rides, and I, I'm like not the lead. I'm like, okay, oh, we're doing this now. Okay, we're going around. Okay, great. So it's like, guys, no more. Totally understand, Marky. Totally understand. Yeah. Mark, what have I told you a year ago today when I started this podcast? We would be in a spot where we are not shaking hands anymore. A little sad. A little sad. Dan, I, w- there's a lot of things that have happened in the last year, Dan that I would not have thought would happen. But you know what, Dan? Dan, look at me. 
Mark, I, I'm, I can't even see you. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's your loss. Here we are, Dan. <laughs> Here we are. Dan Levy's lost 16 pounds. Um, um, what else? What else? Dan Levy's lost 16 pounds. I walk at the mall, and, and there we are. And Mark... We'll never shake hands again, and I've actually decided to become friends with the bathroom attendant after severely destroying his bathroom and then walking out, taking all the mints I could grab in one hand and never seeing him again. Is that, are those Dracar Noir wipes? <laughs> oh my God. Is that, pol- is that Polo? Is that Polo? <laughs> I haven't smelled this cologne since I was 13. Oh, my God. That is incredible. And what do you have there in your pocket? Is that a tongue depressor? What is that? That's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> Peppermint candy uh, mints? Oh. Is, is, excuse me. Is, can I wipe my hands with this napkin? This is more cloth. Is this cloth? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was just going to use the electric dryer over there, but <laughs> as long as you got these. Jesus Christ. What do you want? You get you got change for a 20? You just had to bust out some gourmet dryers on me. I don't know what this is all about. <laughs> all right, Marky. Well, that's going to do it for this podcast. I appreciate you making the time for a impromptu. Yeah, you're lucky, buddy. I gave you a lot of time here. I hope that this, uh, hope this goes viral, Danny. I hope it goes viral. Well, Mark, I can't speak for the viralness of it, but it does warm my heart. And the listeners were asking for it. Dan, I love you very much. I'll talk to you soon. You know what? We forgot to get Dorfin on the line. Well, is it too late? Probably. Too late. It'd be a hold to do. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah, it'd be a hold to do. Like, I, I don't know if I can. I'm, wa- I'm watching something right now. It's, it's, all, it's all rough. <laughs> right. And then you want to call back in 30 minutes. And then we can, can you guys call back in 20 minutes? I'm almost done yeah. with Jeopardy. Right. I'm not- I'm on a Zoom call right now. <laughs> on a Zoom call. All right, Marky. Well, again, thank you, everybody, for, uh, again, tuning in, subscribing, and enjoying the podcast. Please continue to share with everybody. I'll try to get these out as much as I can, but I'm out and about doing all sorts of other things. So hopefully you'll tune in with me and stay with me for all my other projects. For Mark Rota, you can listen to him on 670 The Score or your Chicago Bears radio network where you can be found doing sideline reporting and Mark, sorry about that. It's a rough season for you. <laughs> nah. Hey, Dan. Dan. Dan, what we do is just fun. So it's all good, buddy. Thanks. I was going to say, I loved going to the Bears even when they lost. The cover, yeah, When I cover not, the Bears. I would much prefer they win. Trust me, the job is easier. But I, However, it's not the worst gig in the world, win or lose. The, when I used to walk into a, a, a Bears locker room and they would lose to the Packers, you could feel the thickness of the anger in there. And I would walk in there with a giant smile and a handful of loaded questions that didn't mean anything. <laughs> and they would get so... I remember Charles Tillman just gave me the look of serious for about five minutes. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not even recording, dude. I'm just waiting for Erlacher. I'm sorry. Oh, I miss you and Locker. That's the next podcast. That's the next podcast. <laughs> well, the next podcast, Marky, I didn't want to rank celebrities that we met. So we'll do that. All right. I can't wait, man. I can't wait to talk about our guy. Which guy? What do you mean, which guy? The guy we met at the United Center. Come on. We've met so many guys at the United Center. Okay. Chicago rapper, hip-hop artist. Kanye West? Yeah. I forgot you were with me for that. <laughs> no, no. You go, you go. This is what happened. You go. And this is a little teaser for the next time. You go. We see Kanye. We're both down there covering a Bulls game. We're in the hallways leading to the locker room. 
and Kanye West is just kind of wandering around, and you're like, Kanye, what's going on? <laughs> and, and I'm with you, and, and Kanye, I remember this vividly, Kanye goes, what's going on, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> and he gave me the bro handshake and the hug. Yeah, he acted like he kind of knew us. Not only did we yeah, he and I we had a conversation. I remember talking to him for about five ten minutes. I guess he thought we were people. I don't know, like because he was like, "What's going on?" Fellas? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he probably said, "Hey, who are those guys?" And somebody goes, "I got no idea." <laughs> oh, I'm positive, but it was that was a lot of fun. I forgot right. you were there. All right, that'll be for the next podcast. But for now, thank you all for joining us at LevyCast. You can follow me on all social medias at Base on Air. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. And Mark Grody would be what is it? Mark underscore Grody score sports. What is it? I don't know, Dan. I'm on the Twitter at Mark Grody Sports. Dan. And for those that have been asking for this impression one more time, here's my Seinfeld. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> All right. See you guys, everybody. Bye.